I hate to break it to you, but you're in for a big surprise. Five years from now, Jane, who's resigning today, will ring the NASDAQ bell, officially launching her company on the public market. And what you'll soon realize is that Jane stole your most valuable data to start her new company on her way out the door. Learn how Code42 Insider can stop data theft and protect your organization's most valuable assets. Visit Code42.com to learn more. Welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola Devescovi, and I'm here to help you create freedom and prosperity in your life with the location-independent business that you can run from anywhere in the world. Welcome to this new episode of uh, Prosperity on Air. And I'm very excited today because I have a very special uh, guest, um, a wonderful woman. We actually connected not so long ago, but we immediately felt there was, uh, you know, um, something that really connected us, if I can say that. So... uh, Laurie Seymour is with me today. She's a mentor, a guide, a very provocative speaker, and a number one best-selling author. Uh, And she knows that uh, life's deepest, deepest answers shine through when you get quiet and when you are able to connect with your inner self and with your inner resources. So she helps women and men who are in the midst of great change uh, to have a direct experience with their inner wisdom and dissolving self-doubt. She provides the strategies to sustain their inner connection so that they can live the life that they know is possible, that they want with confidence. She has spent decades studying and working with energy systems dedicated to inner focus and self-mastery. And her research proved that unlocking your potential is much more powerful than believing you need fixing. So she left her career as a psychotherapist and she found uh, the Baca journey. And we will discover what it is all about, inspiring and igniting people to claim the resonance of their own wisdom and she's the co-host of the popular podcast wisdom talk radio and i had the honor to be invited in her uh, podcast and uh, we had a fantastic interview through her compass within online program she teaches people how to create a lasting relationship with their inner guidance she facilitates connected community through her weekly video to Raya Meditation Live online sessions, uh, through which she brings together people from around the world to be, who are then able to experience their inner gifts. So 
Lori, I'm very excited to have you with me today. There may be some background noise. I'm working in a hotel. This is the beauty of having a location-independent business <laughs> and a location-independent mm. podcast, too. <laughs> so I understand. I understand. <laughs> you know something about it, don't you? Mm. <laughs> so thank you for being here with me today. I think I have really lots of questions uh, to ask you. Oh, wonderful, Paula. I'm very excited to be with you because our last conversation for my podcast was so rich and dynamic that uh, I was looking forward to continuing that. Yes. So I briefly introduced yourself and in my introduction, I mentioned the Compass Within online program. So what do you mean by, by that, by Compass Within? That's a great question, Paula, because we don't often think about the fact that we actually have something within us that is our inner guidance system. You know, remember when, when remember back when we didn't have GPS that could guide us, you know, okay, turn right, turn left. I remember how much I needed that, something like that in Rome to walk, just simply to walk around. <laughs> but we do have an aspect of ourselves that I'm referring to as that compass within, the inner compass, that can literally assist us with every decision that we have to make. And it can, it can help guide us through the change that we go through regularly in life, through transitions. Uh, it, it has such a, I, see, I keep saying it, and I don't really mean it, it's like really that inner self that if we allow it and if we give credence to it, is, is our guidance system. Um, I want to say, first of all, that yes, we have lost connection with ourselves. Um, we have lost connection and that at the same time, we have also forgotten that we have this richness inside ourselves. Uh, that we can tap into whenever we need to. And sometimes it is even difficult to understand when it is our intuition, our inner self that is communicating with us, and when it is our mind that is, you know, interfering and telling mm -hmm. things to us. So how can we, do, can we distinguish between this compass within and our mind oh that that's something that i get asked a lot because we know that feeling of well we know that feeling of doubting ourselves uh, self-doubt runs rampant for people and it was certainly something that was very strong in my own life that i'd i'd feel really good about myself and then there would be these, these other thoughts that would come in that would just try and, you know, rip that to shreds, really. And self-doubt can be so crippling. And so I had to come to a place in my own life where, where I could feel the difference between those thoughts that were like the bad employees that you really need to get rid of in your company, you know, the ones that are sabotaging your company. Sorry about that. Um, and 
the, the ones that, that are really coming from that compass within, from that inner guidance. And so the way that I teach people how to distinguish is around the feeling body, what I call the feeling body. And what that is, is how you feel moment to moment, starting to pay attention to how energy moves in your body, how you feel in different situations, how you feel moving from one location to another. Some places, you know, feel really good to be in. Others do not feel good at all. And you say, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. And you have to have that discernment to be able to tell, is this something that uh, is outside or is this something that I'm really set and something I'm really sensing with my own inner guidance. And as you start to pay attention to your feeling body, then you start to have trust in that. But you have to really feel that in your body. You can't distinguish that in your own mind, so to speak. The mental body is, is so good at fooling us. And we want to be able to tell, but we need to get, we need to learn how to get quieter, really, so that we can settle into this part of ourselves that does know. So this requires a little bit of practice in a way, because as, as I said, we lost this connection. I mean, we were born with it. Uh, as children, we were used to listen to ourselves a lot, and then we, we lost the, um, the, the habit to, you know, take a moment of silence, of being with ourselves, and really mm -hmm. listen to ourselves. So how do you use your compass within, in your everyday life? What you just said about forgetting and, and practice is really important, first of all, um, because it, it, it takes practice to live life in this way. We're so used to pushing forward, you know, and, and overriding our best instincts, you know, our best senses about things. And I rarely have to stop myself and say, how does this really feel? And to go inside and to, to get quiet and this is one reason why meditation is so important to me. Um, and that, that we, we start to feel into what it is. I start to feel into what it is that I'm questioning and, and do a kind of inner inquiry and see whether what I'm, I'm looking to do is really what is aligned with me. Because we're taught from early on to pay attention to the outside you know, to, to succeed, to follow rules, to, you know, do what our parents tell us to do or what our teachers tell us to do. But that doesn't always allow us to develop that, that internal or to keep that internal connection alive. And so I can, I can think about um, with my clients, as I teach them how to do this, they start to see what is my next step. I had um, thinking about one man I was working with who had a very successful dental practice, had it for years, um, and he was really ready to move on. He had lost his joy with it. He had lost, it's not really he had lost, he was done. 
and he was ready to do something different. But that doubt kept cre creeping in. Well, what am I going to do? Am I, you know, is there something I really want to do? And he had so many other passions. And as we started to explore that, and as he started to pay attention to what his, his own inner self was guiding him to do, then he, he started to realize it was time. He could feel the truth of this is time to move on. I, this has supported me. It's been amazing. I've loved it. I've given, I've served. And now it's time for my next step. I mean, that's in a big sense. But it can also, if you pay attention to your inner compass, it can help you with, with those day-to-day, -day, what is it I have to do next on my to-do list? And the thing that you think you most have to do and get done, maybe that falls to number five because something else, you're guided to do something else first. And then when you do it, when you actually follow through, you see that, oh, wait a minute. What I thought I had to do, now I don't even need to do that. Because that, which I was putting on the bottom of my list, really took care of it. Yeah, you know, when I said that we forget that, you know, we, we used to have this deep connection with ourselves as children, I remember my, my son, um, he was very little, and, uh, you know, when, you know, children want to eat this and that, and they have their moments, and so, and I insisted, for example, with zucchini, hmm? crochette, Mm -hmm. this that you know since they are vegetables and he used to say no mommy my tummy says i don't have to eat them and it was intolerant we discovered mm -hmm. that it was intolerant so we've even for this kind of things i mean is this food doing good to me do i really need that and we forget to ask ourselves whether you know anything that uh, we, we do in life or that happens to us in life that we have to deal with in life is making us feel good or not. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. That is such a beautiful example, Paola, because our kids do know. I see that now with my grandchildren. I'm seeing <clears throat> them really pay attention. And, you know, how we as parents can mm, really squash that too. So that wasn't meant to be a, do uh, a double, uh, you know, a play on words with the zucchini, with the courgettes, but yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the squash, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it, it, it's the simple things and it's the big things. It's all things that, that if we pay attention to what feels true to us. And it's also, you know, I, I'll, I'll often say to clients, when you're talking to yourself in that way, how does that feel? And they'll say, it feels yucky. And if, I, if it feels yucky, it's not true. Because truth has a feeling in the body that, that, that of alignment, of flow, of love. You know, we don't often talk about love in this way. But it really has a feeling of, of self-love. And when I'm in, um, 
in that place of ego of my mind telling me how great I am and what I'm doing is right on. It's exactly what I want to hear. That doesn't feel very good either. It doesn't feel like love and it doesn't feel balanced. It feels like, Oh yeah, I'm so excited. But that, that, that place where we're connected with ourselves, where there's balance and flow and love, that's where there's truth. So you mentioned also meditation. And, you know, I've been meditating for many, many years. I mean, it's part now of my daily routine. But it, it is, I mean, there are so many people who are not meditating at all. So why is it so important to introduce a form of meditation or another? There are several ways we can meditate. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important to introduce it into our lives? Well, there, there are so many ways that, that we can meditate. What's important to me is, is not the, the form, it's the getting quiet. Because in that stillness, and, you know, and I, and I hear constantly, I can't still quiet my mind, I can't get still, I want to do da-da-da. But it, it does take practice. What it offers, though, is, is so surprising. People sometimes uh, in the, on my online classes will say, well, that was so powerful, and yet I'm not sure what happened. And, and yet, as they start to talk, as they start to share, because they have time to share in that, in that time, they, they realize, but I had this insight, and they'll start to share that. And, and it comes in the sharing time. It often doesn't even arrive during the time of meditation. It's, it's that experience of, of settling into yourself. And you're, you know, who, who you are is so exquisite that when you settle into yourself, that's the gifts just start revealing themselves. They start appearing. But we have to be willing to get quiet. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be for hours and hours. But if, if people would start with a few minutes a day, they'd start to say, huh, well, I kind of feel better after I do this. You know, my own husband keeps saying he's able to come to one of the two online sessions a week. And he'll say after so many of them, oh, this was so good. I need to do this more often. And I said, well, why don't you? And even he, you know, forgets. He doesn't think to put that into his regular routine. Yes, and we are so, you know, focused on what is outside ourselves and we don't take the time to be with ourselves, which is so important also for another important thing in our life that I would like to discuss with you. That mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, we are the creators of our life and we create also by manifesting things, mm -hmm. what we want. So let's talk about, you know, manifesting. What does sure. it take mm -hmm. to be able to really manifest what we want I think that's another place where meditation comes in because or, or simply getting quiet getting becoming still because manifesting when we when we're able to manifest it's because we've we've aligned we've lined up what we 
what our heart wishes for us with what we want to do next. And we don't, we're not just saying, oh, well, I want to manifest, um, you know, that private jet. If you don't have, if it doesn't have purpose for you in your life, it, it, you may not manifest it because it's, it's, it's sort of arbitrary or just a grandiose idea. But you may indeed be a person that has a big vision and a big purpose and needs, uh, needs to be out there in the world. And a private jet may be exactly what you need to manifest. And isn't that amazing when that starts to happen? So for me in my own life, for example, I've had the dream of uh, living in France for some extended period of time for a long, long time. And I got in my inner guidance that this was the year to start to create that. And as soon as I started to put that out, because this was the time, this is the time, I had people responding that I didn't know. That I didn't know saying, I understand from so-and-so that you're wanting to come to France. I'm going to be gone for, you know, three months. Here's a month where you may be able to come and just stay in my place. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And as for as much as I've manifested in my life, or as often, that felt like such a big miracle. You know, I still get, I'm still, because I'm in the midst of it, so tickled by it. And, and part of manifestation is to never take it for granted. You know, it's like not having expectations of how it's going to come, of what's going to come, of holding that so loosely, but being open and willing to receive. And receiving is not something that we're often very good at. <laughs> That's so true. And also trust ourselves that we are capable of manifesting. Probably yeah. we won't manifest it the way we think we will manifest it. It may come in another way, but it will mm -hmm. come, as, as mm -hmm. you said, in your, you know, as in uh, your own case about coming to France, etc. I mean, I'm a very good park manifester, if I can call it, <laughs> parking manifester. I always uh, yes. parking, and I always say to myself, if I was so self-confident about my manifestation abilities also in other areas of my life. I mean, I would mm -hmm. really have exactly, I would, I would be able to live by design. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And that, that trust in yourself, it, I think, comes once you, well, self-trust and self-love are really tied together. Um, and once you start allowing yourself to be, to appreciate yourself, to appreciate who you are, and, and start to move that judgment out, that self-judgment, that's, that's where self-trust starts to come in. Because if you pay attention to your inner guidance and you follow it, and you see what happens, it's like, it's almost like the universe is saying, well, why should I give you more if you don't follow what I'm already giving you? So following your hunches, paying attention, allowing yourself to go in directions that you might not ordinarily go or, or you know, following that sense that you have and seeing what happens, being, being the inner researcher. You know, you, you don't have a lot to lose. Although, I mean, sometimes we do, 
you know, when I left, when I left my profession as a psychotherapist, in a way I had a lot to lose, but I had to, I mean, I felt like I was so complete with that and that the energies inside me were pushing me on. So I had to pay attention I, is what I felt. And I, I also had something to lose, but that trust, I had been trusting myself for some time before that, before I did that. I'd been building those muscles of self-trust. So you mentioned France, you manifested France. So tell us everything about, you know, your coming to Europe and uh, what you're going to do here. And I'm so very happy that you will be so close to Italy that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that you, I'm really trying to organize myself to be able to come. So tell us everything about it. <laughs> well, one of the things that I teach is, is something called Tereya Touch. The form of meditation I teach is called Tereya Meditation. And Tereya is based on a Sanskrit word, the word itself. But it works with higher consciousness energy symbols, um, both for meditation, during the time of meditation, and in Tereya Touch, it works with those symbols in through hands-on work. And it's really around that aspect of opening into new dimensions of yourself, opening into those higher dimensions, and allowing yourself to experience self-love. So when people become... Uh, initiated into Tereya Touch, and when they start to work with it on themselves or with others, they start to experience that, that self-love at a much deeper, more consistent level. And that, that experience of that inner compass gets so strong because they know how to discern, they know how to distinguish between what's coming from their heads and what's coming from their hearts. And And so I'm really excited to be bringing this to the south of France and teaching it there. Um, I have a friend there who, who actually had experienced, who used to live in Denver, uh, she's French, and experienced a Tereya Touch session and realized that it was time for her to move back to France. So we're bringing Tereya Touch to the south of France, to the beautiful Côte d'Azur, in March, uh, at the end of March. And I would love any of your listeners to be in touch and to uh, explore that possibility of, of coming and joining us. And I sure hope that you will. So, and if not there, we'll bring it to Italy. This is for sure. We will make plans. We will make plans. Do you have the exact dates for when we'll be here? Yes, it's... Um, And I just forgot exactly. Um, I believe that it is March 25th uh, to the 27th. Let me just double check that. No, it's the 23rd to the 25th. 23rd. 23rd. So it's, it's yeah. the evening of the 23rd. And we're also, Sephora and I, my friend in, in France, who is a crystal whisperer, um, has created a, a day and a half program before that for those who are coming from outside the area to explore that area. We're going to do some, um, an amazing um, exploratory hike where we'll do some terrain meditation. So, so it's a very rich time. So um, we will 
post the links in the show notes of this episode uh, with, uh, you know, all the information about uh, this wonderful this um, event in uh, the south of France. And uh, so I really hope that, you know, my European audience uh, can come and have this uh, deep experience with this form of meditation. I'm very curious about it too. So, <laughs> yeah. We will. Well, I know you work a lot with energy, so it's, yes, it's certainly... Yes. Uh, yeah, I use uh, Reiki and uh, other forms of energy work, but I'm really curious to know more about that. So, Laurie, thank you so much for this interview. I would stay here for ages and speak with you and explore mm. things together. So this means that you have to get ready for another episode of my podcast. <laughs> And, and I have to get ready to come and see you in Rome. Oh, yeah. And we, we will organize something here in Italy, too. And if I'm really able to come to France, maybe we can organize a podcast here, an interview there. Oh, so that would be such fun. In the experience of the Terraria meditation, and it would be really wonderful. Mm-hmm. So thank you again so much. And uh, for my audience, you will find all the show notes of this episode on uh, my website, projectprosperity.com. And you will find all the details of the links to know more about Lori and her programs in the show notes of this episode. So thank you. Thank you, Paola. There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up, turnover is rising, salaries are increasing, hiring is tough, and burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.